Thanks for tuning in to the Bent Entrepreneurship Podcast. I am your host, Kate, and I'm excited to be hosting you for the very first episode of 2022. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new here, Karibu Sana. If you've been here before, thank you so much for coming back. I do this because of all of you. We've begun a new year, you guys. It has been an interesting 2021. And now, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 2022. It's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great year, a big year. And our theme on this podcast for the year is going to be... Drum rolls, please. <laughs> Growing your business. If you've been with us long enough, you would know that we started this podcast in 2020 with an aim of getting started. By the end of 2020, COVID and all, we hadn't really started. So we did a lot of planning and primary prep work towards starting our business. Then come 2021, we actually did the thing. If you are on the same WhatsApp group as me, you probably have a business by now. And kudos for that. It takes a lot of courage to finally take that leap and start a business and now we are here we've run our businesses for some time learned some lessons had to change a few things here and there learned how to reinvent and now we are in a new year and i thought that it's important that we focus on growth for the year 2022 we are still moving along this journey and we have a long way to go but if you're as excited as i am then we have the potential to make big things happen for our businesses and to grow and you know the longer you stay in business the more the opportunities come and opportunities usually come to those who are prepared if you're not prepared then it just becomes something that you cannot take advantage of so we are prepared we are ready for change, we are ready for improvement, we are ready for growth this year. To start off the year, I decided to break barriers for myself. I sat down and I realized that quite a number of people struggled with this. A number of us who have been struggling for years, you have so many great ideas, but you're scared to start or you're not able to start and you don't know why exactly you're not able to start because the idea is great, the resources are available, you just need to start. And you find yourself stuck in this loop where you keep coming up with great ideas and storing them. More great ideas and storing them. And yet you have the world waiting for your next big idea, you know. So for me, that has it had been a challenge and I finally overcame it last year. Thanks to this podcast, I finally started my business. But in the process of running my business, I discovered another challenge that I'm facing personally. And I actually did some research and I realized that quite a number of entrepreneurs also face the same thing. And it's not just entrepreneurs, but people in life generally. There is something called achievementphobia. Have you heard of it before? Well, if you haven't, it means fear of success. Another synonym is success anxiety. And it basically means that you're scared to achieve success because you're afraid either of people's reactions or the consequences of being successful. I believe I have achieved my phobia at this point in time. Because I know I'm a very ambitious person by nature. 
I like to go after what I want. And when I set my heart to something, I usually do achieve it. But recently, I've noted that as much as I push myself to the edge to achieve something, I am also scarred by some experiences in my past that make me end up standing at the edge, waiting to jump. I've laid all the groundwork, I've done all the planning, but I'm not able to make that big leap that's able to propel me into being a successful entrepreneur. It's an actual problem, guys, which if I don't overcome means that by the end of this year, I'll probably be where I am today, just running a small business and being comfortable with that. So I decided to talk about this so that I can deal with it personally and also help someone out there who is also dealing with the same challenge to overcome it so that we can be great this year. We have so much that we can achieve and we are the only people that limit ourselves. Your only competition at the end of the day is you. If you can't compete with yourself, your own expectations and your capabilities, then who who are you competing with? You'll never be enough. You'll never feel like you're enough. And you'll never feel like your achievements will ever amount to anything because you feel that you're never good enough. So let's let's overcome this thing, guys. And so just to help me address this challenge that I'm facing, I went and did a bit of research on the same and I tried to find out what are some of the causes of success anxiety. Why am I so scared of being successful? Disclaimer, not all the points that I'll talk about here apply to me, but where they do, I shall mention. So that at least I'm able to acknowledge to myself that this is where I'm at and what I need to do going forward. Some of the answers that I got was one, social anxiety. You're just not a people person. And the thought of people being around you, celebrating you, just having to deal with people scares you. I don't have social anxiety. I am actually a very confident person. I'm okay being around people. But I do know that this can be a hindrance for some people, especially when you're not very confident dealing with people. I have friends who are very good at what they do, but they are very comfortable being behind the scenes. And so these are the people that make other entrepreneurs very rich because, you know, you, you can't get rich working for someone. But because they are very good at what they do, someone else identifies this gap and notices that this person is okay being here. And they make use of them to make their dreams come true. They don't try and help you come out of it because you are a benefit to them. So social anxiety is a very real thing. I know that there are very many people out there who just can't deal with people. They just don't want to because it makes them uncomfortable. It even gives them real life anxiety, you know, to the extent that it, it affects their mental health and it makes life difficult for them so they are okay being in the background and as a result they end up being scared of being successful because then they'll have to deal with people and they are not ready for that life number two is trauma it could be childhood trauma it could be from a bad life experience it could be from negative feedback we live in the age of social media and a lot of the time when 
you're in the limelight, you face a lot of backlash. Sometimes you think you've done something really awesome and then you'll always have two, three or even millions of critics who make you feel like your achievements are, are subpar or they are less than or you're undeserving of your achievements. And then that creates a fear of being in the limelight because then that just exposes you to the kind of people who can give you this kind of bad feedback and then it makes your life very difficult. It's not easy. It's not easy. So if you're that person who is always commenting negatively on people's posts, you don't have to follow them. You don't have to be in their space. Just get out of there and leave them alone. You don't have to give your negative feedback. My grandma used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, shut up. Don't say anything. Negative feedback can really take a toll on people. I know celebrities who have decided to quit this whole social media presence and take a break. An example is our president. He decided to get off social media because Kenyans were just too much for him. The negative criticism and the terrible, terrible words that people were speaking about him out there were just too much for him to take in. So he decided to take a break and he never came back. So, you know, it can really, really get to you. Another reason for trauma, which I think I have faced, is what kind of background do you have? And how has someone else's success negatively impacted your need for success? I'll give you an example. You might come from a family that is very wealthy, but you also realize that, fine, you have everything, but the presence of the people in your life. Your parents are very wealthy and they run big giant businesses and they're very successful in their careers, but they're never home. So you grow up without a parent and suddenly that triggers you and you decide, I don't ever want to be in that situation. I just want to be comfortable. I don't want to be successful because what success means is I have to be working really hard. I have to be aware all the time. And I want my children to have present parents, for example. It could be that a successful person did something negative to you. For example, these politicians, they are wealthy. And you'll find sometimes they prey on young girls and try to get favors, sexual favors from them, all in the name of the money they have and you see this creates such a negative feel for these young ladies who fall into their traps because they think that the people who are successful and have money can take advantage of you which is the truth so in their lives this can go two ways some of them decide that power is their way out of it and they fight really hard to be successful but then there are those who are not strong-willed enough to take it that way and decide to stay behind the scenes so that they never, ever, ever have to experience a successful person in their life and be taken advantage of. So trauma can actually be a reason why you fear success. Another thing is black tax. You know, people don't think that this is a big issue, but us Africans can tell you that it is a very real problem, especially for the young people generation z generation millennials like me we have quite the burden to carry when it comes to black tax a lot of our parents and their parents before them and their parents before them 
thought that the reason why they were taking you to school or the reason why they were raising you and spending a lot of money on you, it was an investment for their future, not yours. So their expectation was that they work hard, educate you, you get a stable job and now it becomes your job to give back to them. You take care of them for the rest of their lives, irrespective of what choices they made in their lives that put them in the financial situations that they're in. And they expect us to take that in our stride and just run with it. What they don't realize, as much as uh, we appreciate our parents and they made so many sacrifices for us, we can say that they, they don't know any better. But now we do. We, as this generation going forward, know what not to do to our kids. One of the things that they don't realize is this can actually make you really fear success, especially if you come from, for example, a big family where, say, you're the firstborn in a family of 10. Those behind you are still in school or, you know, they're struggling in life. And with each step you make in your career, the expectation is that you'll help lift up those behind you. Then it becomes your business to raise the other nine people and still take care of your two parents, which makes it 11. And that's a scary reality, you know. It's very scary to imagine that you'll work extremely hard, but you'll never be the one to benefit from your success. It, you're doing it for everyone else but you. So you decide, I'll just fight to be comfortable, then that way at least the burden won't have to entirely be on me. They'll know that I don't have the capability to do all 11 of them so i'll just do the ones that i choose to do and remain at that so it can scare you enough to not want to be successful because you don't want to deal with that harsh reality of the expectations that your family has of you financially it can really create that success anxiety in your life another reason is scarcity mentality this one has a personal trigger for me because I think I suffer from scarcity mentality and I am intentional about changing that. And what scarcity mentality is, it just means that you're so obsessed with the fact that you don't want to lack something, that you can't seem to focus on anything else. Like that becomes the center of your focus and you can't really shake off the feeling when you feel that you're lacking that thing. So for me, I'm really scared of being poor. And the reason for this is, as I was growing up, we went through situations where we had money and there were times when we didn't. And it was really huge waves of money, no money, money, no money. So for me, the one thing that I promised myself I would do different is that I don't want to ever find myself in a scenario where I have a lot of money today and I spend and I spend and I spend and then next week I have no money and there's nothing I can do about it. You know, it, it, it really scares the shit out of me. But let's be honest, I can't always live my life thinking like that. It doesn't just affect me as a person, but it affects those around me as well. Because every time I find someone spending on something that I consider expensive or using their money in a way that might not be uncomfortable for them, I feel uncomfortable on their behalf, you know? I would like to be happy with what I have, have a reserve that, again, prevents me from being poor, and not hoard money, not just keep money 
because I'm scared to be poor, but instead try and invest it and grow it so that I have more and more. Try and give more because it is in giving that you receive. Try and have a positive attitude towards money. When I think of this, that fear of being poor has led me to a place where I'm just comfortable. Comfortable with the fact that I have a salary. This salary, because I'm comfortable, I don't really struggle much to cater to my own personal needs. I cannot then leave that comfort to go after my dreams because that means then I have to remain in a situation which I might not be very comfortable with just to feel like I have money. It makes me risk averse, let me say. And this can be closely linked also to self-esteem. Some people get imposter syndrome, feeling like they are not good enough to be successful. If you keep repeating this to yourself, you'll realize that it makes you stop being ambitious because you don't you don't feel like you deserve what you're getting. You don't feel like that is good enough. You don't feel like anything you do is ever good enough. And so what that does to you is it makes you scared of doing great things because you believe that it's not your portion. And once you become fearful of success, it, it limits you, it hinders you from moving forward and it becomes quite the challenge you are facing to follow up with your dreams or to, to get to do what you like to do. At the end of the day, you can have all these things or have just one but at the end of the day if it makes you scared of being successful then you will really struggle on this entrepreneurship journey because then how do you move forward you don't just become an entrepreneur because you want to solve a problem sometimes when you solve the problem well enough you will be successful and that's what grows your business if you are scared you will not be able to grow your business and that's the barrier i'm trying to break at the beginning of 2022 so that I am no longer scared of making money. I am no longer scared of being successful. I am no longer scared of doing what I know I was born to do. I just need to let myself be. I need to let go of this fear and start making strides towards the success of my business and my personal life. One last cause of success phobia is fear of change. I've met people in my life who are afraid of making big steps because they're afraid they're leaving people behind. For example, you find someone has applied for a scholarship outside the country and they've gotten the opportunity, but now they look back and say, gosh, I have a boyfriend. Gosh, my parents will take care of them. Gosh, my classmates who are within school, they won't be happy for me. My friends, oh my gosh, I have to go and start a new life. It cripples you because then you'll be thinking about everyone else but yourself. You can't be scared of taking a leap that will guarantee your success. Something like that is not even something you think about twice. The only consideration I would make as Kate is my family. If I can make arrangements to go with all of them, Fine. If I can't, then we'll work out something with my hubby to make sure that I don't let go of this big opportunity, but at the same time, 
I'm focused on making sure that I achieve what it is I'm achieving and come back to my family or bring them to where I am, depending. You need to be in a position to deliberate and come up with a compromise for you to go after what you need to go after and still succeed. Another fear that could come up from change is starting afresh. Starting afresh is hard and a lot of people are very scared of that. It can be very difficult. You might get a job in a very remote area that pays really well, but it's a great opportunity because it will make you successful. You'll be able to rise the ranks faster. But now just the thought of the fact that I'm moving to a new county, I'll be on my own. I don't have anything. How will I start? I don't know anyone. Those are small considerations or small sacrifices you need to make in the name of success. No one has ever been successful without making sacrifices. There is always a sacrifice attached to success. And if you're not ready to make those sacrifices, then it will be very hard for you to succeed in your life. It's okay to start over. It's okay. It gives you a clean slate if you look at it from the positive side. No one knows you. So go and be the person that you want to be, you know. Some people fear change because it comes with additional responsibility. For example, you've been really aspiring for a management role where you work or you've been really aspiring to become the CEO of your own company. And what that means is more responsibility because to whom much is given, much is expected. Suddenly you you are just used to doing A, B, C, D and leaving the office early enough or you know you are more flexible in as much as the work you are doing or you had already become very good and the expert at the role you were doing previously then now you step into someone else's shoes and you can barely manage or rather you're scared that you'll barely manage because they look from the look of things they look like they do so much and so you're scared of moving up because it comes with more responsibility why why don't be don't cripple yourself on the idea that you might not be able to manage. Put yourself in that position and deal with it. If you find yourself struggling, then come up with systems to help you not struggle. You can beat this fear, guys. Another fear that comes from change is complication. You can start off with a very simple product. For example, you're just selling juice. Yeah. The minute you start selling juice, then you realize that you need KEBS approval or KEBS being Kenya Bureau of Standards for Kenya or you need approval from a regulator to operate your business. And that for you looks like eh, such a difficult task to do because they have to take samples, test to make sure that it's pure, nini, nini. That, that kind of scares you because you don't know what they'll find. You've just been doing what you've been doing and you're okay with that. But now for you to get your drink onto the shelves, you need that approval. But to you, it feels like such a complicated process. You're like, ah, it's not worth it. So you remain selling in your own small one stall. When you had the potential to sell to over 100 retail stores and become successful. Just because you're scared of those complications. It's not worth it, guys. We have to open ourselves up to success because, you know, what you throw into the universe, what you say, what you think, 
what you manifest is what guides the direction that you take in your life. And if you say things that indicate that you will not be successful, you cripple yourself. If you say things that make you feel small, then you cannot imagine yourself bigger than that. From that list, the biggest one that affects me is scarcity mentality. I really need to change that about myself because, fine, I'm scared of being poor. But being comfortable doesn't mean that I'm financially stable, so to speak. Success guarantees me financial stability and the ability to live the life that I want to live. I want my children to be comfortable, go to the schools that they deserve to go to. Um, I want to take, to take trips with my husband. I want to travel the world, even if it's on my own. I want to own nice things, but how do I get myself to stop thinking that the only way to do that is by holding on to what I already have and not giving anyone else anything? You see how scarcity mentality works is, so I have a full orange, yeah? And my fear is if I give someone or if someone takes an eighth of this orange, there's not enough left for me. And so it makes me feel so bad. I get sad. I get depressed. Okay, I've not gotten depressed yet, but you get what I mean. I get sad. I don't know what to do to move forward. It, it really bothers me because now this eighth might have brought so much joy to the other person. And I still have seven eighths of the orange <laughs> to enjoy. But that one eighth being used by someone else makes me feel like I'm failing. I'm failing and I've given out and now it's not what's left is not good enough for me. So how do I beat that? How do I beat this mentality that is hindering my success? The first thing, I need to start focusing on what I have. See, I'm a very talented girl. I can do a lot of things. I'm a, I'm a gen of a lot of trees. I can do so many different things. I already have an idea of the kind of entrepreneur I want to be. My end goal is to be a social entrepreneur, which means... Uh, selling something that benefits the society. Like it creates an impact, but I also get to make a profit out of it. With that in mind, I know that I do have great talents and a lot of knowledge that I can monetize, that I can make use of to make my money. And I can also be a serial entrepreneur. I mean, what's What's stopping me from running a shop here? Wines uh, and spirits there are, you know, just trying to make it a little bit different from the norm and doing more than one type of business at the same time. It would be nice if they were all related because then I can create a whole ecosystem of things I like to do. But if I focus on what I already have and what I can do, then I won't be very focused on what I'm missing out on or what I'm scared of losing. You see, it would be, I need to move away from saying I don't have enough experience to teach you how to be an entrepreneur and start talking about the experience that I have from running many failed businesses 
and a few successful businesses and going for many pitching competitions and even winning some of them and you know my work experience in corporate has given me so much knowledge that i think i'm confident enough to come and teach you how to be a, a better entrepreneur and the best part about this is it's a resource that i have at my disposal i've learned so much over the years i may not be old i'm under 30 but the wealth of experience that i carry with me is unbelievable and i need to know that i'm an asset on my own i can do so much and nothing should limit me that i should just open myself up and let it out and i will be able to make the kind of change i'm trying to make in this world so kate we start to focus on what we have we have a lot we have a lot and it it may not be financial but it has the potential to give me financial stability and so i will not stop myself from going after that because i know at the end of the day i will benefit from that if i focus on what i have i can get to the place where i want to be i can live in abundance yeah the second thing i can do is to surround myself with people who have the abundance mindset this is something i started being intentional about last year i'm very intentional about the people i surround myself with because i know i can complain i can find a problem in anything but now i've surrounded myself with people who remind me about how good i am at what i do about what i can improve on about what i've what great things i've achieved so far and i i do the same for them because i i believe in motivating people and if you're my friend you'll know that from time to time i'll remind you i'll remind you that you're important that you are great we celebrate the small wins you know we celebrate the small wins one at a time because success doesn't happen overnight but with continuous success you'll be able to win at the end yeah you know so you can live in abundance if you surround yourself with people who constantly remind you what it means to not worry about being poor because you're great you can achieve that success yeah so thank you to all my friends out there who have been that pillar for me and i pray that i will come across more people like that and i will be intentional about making that my speak because you know you attract what you are if you are a person with scarcity mentality then you'll find yourself attracting people who have the same characteristics as you you'd rather be intentional about finding the people who can keep you grounded and keep reminding you about why you do what you do and then you won't be scared of being successful because the good thing about surrounding yourself with such people is you are to a large extent the people you surround yourself with so if they become successful then you move along with them you will not want to be left behind and so you'll keep going and as they go you keep going that's just how it works yeah another thing is to practice gratitude so one of my resolutions for this year is i will be writing down for each of these 365 days what i am grateful for that way my wins no matter how small can be amplified and i can focus more on what is good than on what i am missing i can focus more on what i have than what i don't have and then i can be able to to achieve more because i'll be celebrating the small wins as i go 
I'm grateful for the smallest things, even life I'm grateful for because then who would be your podcaster? Who would be your host if I'm not here anyway? So we are practicing gratitude for 2022 to help us be grateful for the small wins and to focus on that as opposed to what we are not achieving because then it could be a matter of time before this thing becomes a success. It could be delayed. It could be a delayed answer to your prayer. It could be a situation where you just have to delay gratification for a bit. But when it comes, it comes as a big win. So I need to focus on being grateful. Another thing that I need to do is to know that my thoughts and my words are powerful. I've had this time and time again that what you let out into the universe is what comes back. If you're always speaking negative speak, if you're always complaining, if you're always angry, if you're always bad vibes, that is exactly what the universe will give back to you. But if you're a positive person with good vibes and positively affirming yourself, then it becomes a part of you. And when it becomes a part of you, that's what you get from the universe. That's what you get from your interactions with people because positive people want to be around positive people. And so you'll not find yourself with people who are angry all the time and have nothing nice to say about anyone ever. I'm going to practice having positive thoughts, speaking positive affirmations to myself. I need to keep reminding myself of all the good that I have done to date, of everything that is going right, of everything that I have managed so far, so that I can be able to appreciate the journey and also not really worry about what is missing, what is the missing piece to make my orange hole, you know, and why I can't be wholesome anymore, you know. The last thing that I'm going to do is to practice daily affirmations. I recently asked for affirmations that I can get, any apps or websites that I can get affirmations from, and I got a few I got a few recommendations, like the Daily Bread website. Um, there's a, an app called I Am on Google Play Store. Um, there are some Instagram pages as well, Facebook pages. You can follow people like Jay Shetty and they can help you to constantly remember the positive and to affirm yourself and to know what you are and to discover more and more about yourself and to be kind to yourself because at the end of the day, you are your biggest brand. You are your biggest success story. You making it in life is going to be your testimony. So if you're not able to remind yourself of how great you are, if you're not able to be kind to yourself and tell yourself that it's okay, you fail this time, pick yourself up and move on. Reminding yourself that it's okay to not be number one, but not to give up and just keep going until you make it to number one, then who will? You know, you'll always be your biggest, biggest fan if you don't share yourself on as often as you should then you'll find yourself believing that you're not good enough that said 2022 is the year of growth we are growing our businesses and we shall no longer be scared of success we will receive success with open arms we will let go 
of this fear of success and we will start working towards growing our businesses this year. By the end of the year, we will come back, celebrate the wins. Please take up some of the challenges that I've given myself. Do a gratitude challenge for the year. Try and go for win-win situations as much as possible because they'll constantly be a reminder that you can win, you can win, you can do good. No one has to lose. Surround yourself with the right people. Remind yourself every day that you're awesome, that you're great, that you can do big things. And nothing can stand in your way. And let's not be our own enemies of progress. Let your reason for not being successful not be you. Don't stand in your own way. Get out of your own way and get it done. So thank you so much for tuning into the episode. I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen to me. If you're in the process of starting a business, please click on the link on my description for the episode to access the startup checklist. If you have a business and you're still goal setting for the new year, please click on the link on my description and get yourself the end of year business review template. If you are thinking of redoing your business model or understanding your why, please click on the link on the description of the episode and you will find yourself a value proposition canvas and a business model canvas from Bent Entrepreneurship. I hope that they are helpful tools for you this year, even as you consider building and growing our businesses together. Thank you so much and have a great week ahead. And remember, our goal for this year is to not fear success and to grow. Anyway, guys, thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye, guys.